Hi, everybody. Welcome to the UEA's Nursing Podcast. My name's Joe Ellis-Gage, and we have a Meet the Lecturer episode, and today we've got Mark. Hi, Mark. Hi, Joe. Nice to be here. So, thank you for coming in. Um, thank you. The idea behind our Meet the Lecturer episodes is that our students get to find out a little bit about the people that will be teaching them or their advisors, um, and we can find out a bit more about your kind of career and your history and how you've got to be where you are. Yeah. Um, so if you could just start with a really brief introduction, who are you and what's your, your role? Yeah, sure. Uh, so my name's Mark Mawson. Um, I am a clinical skills lecturer, um, principally. So uh, I am more involved in the helping students with uh, the acquisition of clinical skills that they're going to need in, in their sort of healthcare careers. Yeah, brilliant. And you also have some advisors of IDs as well, so you might be allocated to students as, a, as their advisor as well. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So within that role is, is other little, little sort of sub-roles, including sort of like personal advisor. Yeah, so it's not just when you're teaching, there's some extra bits sure. to it. Yeah. Cool, okay. So that's kind of what you do now, um, but we want to find out how you got to this point. So obviously at some point you've gone and done your nurse training. How and when and why did you get into nursing? Um, yeah, I, I suppose uh, it, it's a bit of a, a family trade, to be okay. honest. Um, so uh, my mum was a nurse. Can I can I say hello to my mum? You can say hello to your mum. Hi, mum. Um, that means we've got one viewer, so that's good. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, uh, my, my dad was paramedic. Uh, my other half is a neurology specialist nurse. Um, so... It's quite sort of organic, really, that, that I sort of follow, follow suit and, yeah. and I'm a nurse as well. Um, so, yeah, I've sort of done my training here, which is lovely because it's nice to sort of be back and be here, obviously, in an employed role now. Um, and I started my career in uh, vascular surgery at the hospital mm -hmm. uh, just over the road of the North Norwich. Um, did that for some years. Um Worked my way up to sort of uh, quite a sort of established nurse, sort of, you know, taking charge on a regular basis. Um, and at, just at that point, really, I sort of reflected on my role. And and uh, one of the great things that I really enjoyed was was sort of support, supporting learners in practice. Yeah. Um, so that sort of led me to then take a, a slight sort of changing career towards um, education and thus I was successful in gaining a position at the hospital as a clinical educator. Okay. Um, so I've been doing that for a couple of years now. Um, uh, principally I support student nurses um, out there on placement in clinical practice. Um, and it was only until about a couple of years ago I I've sort of adjusted that role to be a split role um, between um, the clinical educator role out there um, in the hospital and the clinical skills lecturer role um, okay. here at the university. So I want to ask you more about your hospital role in a minute because the yeah, students, yeah. you're an interesting one because the students will see you in two places sure. potentially. Um, but jumping right back, any particular reason if you've got the, the you've got the family kind of connection to nursing and then obviously paramedics any particular reason you went down one rather than the other do you remember um i think to be honest it was a better fit for me mm -hmm. um a lot of people uh often commentate that i'm very similar to my mum okay um and i think i've kind of got a lot of those 
traits that that she had which were quite akin to nursing um uh so it just sort of seemed like a better fit for me as opposed just to felt like the, the right yeah right role yeah wasn't yeah. yeah okay yeah. And was it? Were you straight from school into nursing? Uh, no, no. Uh, I actually did um, about two or three years as a carer, okay. um, which I think was really, really valuable experience in retrospect because I think that really did convince myself that it was the right fit for me and something that I needed to, yeah. um, you know, pursue as a, as a career. So. Uh, yeah, I did that um, in, a, in a nursing home um, before then going on to do my training. Yeah, so yeah, and we, we get quite a lot of students who've had experience in caring roles of some kind or sure. another that have then led onto it. And generally, it's pretty good grounding for coming and doing your nursing training, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And then another thing that's interesting is students often think, especially when they're early on in their training, they're like, I don't know what I'm going to do after I finish. And they think, well, how do, how do I know? How do I know which which bit of nursing for me? Did you, you said you went straight into vascular surgery. Was that a, a, just a, an accident? Was that a <laughs> pre-planned thing that you knew that's where you wanted to end up? Um, I'm, I'm, so uh, to be honest, it's, it's, quite, it's quite a weird story. Um, so I remember my final placement was um, on vascular surgery um, and I had a really, really positive placement um, there. And I remember it like it was yesterday that I was doing a drug round um, with with one of the one of the nurses, uh, one of the members of staff on there, and I was discussing how I was about to qualify, and he turned around and just said like, "Oh, you should get a job here," and I was a bit like, "Yeah, you know, I might might consider," um, sort of just thinking there might be sort of several days just to kind of mull yeah. that over. But um, it just turned out he said, no, no, like literally just just go now, ask, ask the sister. Um, <laughs> and I did, and I did. And uh, I basically, I remember, knock, remember like yesterday, I remember knocking on, on their door um, and just asked, you know, have you got any jobs here? And um, yeah, she, she agreed and the rest is history really. So um, yeah, bit, Interesting. Of a, bit of a weird... Yeah, take the opportunity when it came up Absolutely. and went for it. Absolutely, yeah. I sometimes say to students that when they're out on placement, they're on like the longest job interview of their lives. Sure. And it, in, actually, that is kind of what you were on. You obviously, you'd obviously made a good enough impression mm. because I'm sure they would, you know, if they didn't want so. you, they would have said no. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> um, hope so. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so it's, it's interesting that, you know, students remember that. Yeah. Especially in those final years. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're getting ready for where they might go and they can make a really big impression. Absolutely. Um, Because they're often intimidated by the interview, which might be half an hour or whatever. But actually, if they've made a good impression up until that point, it makes a big difference. That's absolutely right. Um, I think uh, we we sort of say, you know, a a lot of um, students should sort of treat their placements like like a little bit of an an audition. Yeah. Um, And, you know, staff are always kind of critically looking at how they're they're sort of performing out on, on, on... in the placement, um, particularly when they're on the cusp of qualification, and you know whether um, you know they're, they're they're a good fit for the team. So, yeah, yeah, and that fits the important bit. It's not that they've got to know everything as a no, student no, nurse; no. they haven't got to then go out and worry about making. No. Them, they're still learning. That's fine. That's, that's what preceptorships for. So. Yeah. Well, there we go. <laughs> so that leads on to the next bit. So your 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 role at the hospital, yeah, um, is supporting students. And mm-hmm. so tell tell us what your kind of your day to day kind of job looks like. Yeah, so it's it 
it is a bit of a mixed bag um, in in clinical education. So um, primarily, it's to support pre-reg student nurses, um, which is something that I am really, really passionate about. It's, it's kind of why I wanted to get into the role. Um, so it's something that I, you know, was principally really, really enjoyed um, when I was on on, on the wards. Um, so it, that can vary from, you know, supporting them in practice if, they, if they're struggling learners um, to sort of facilitating with assessments, those sorts of bits and pieces. Um, but clinical education will also get me sort of teaching clinical skills to staff as well. Yeah. Um, so I will, you know, a lot of our, our nurses um, will require similar training like um, cannulation, vena puncture, catheterization. Um, so, you know, clinical education will see me doing that sort of training as well. Um, we also, you know, get to work sort of clinically as well, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, is really, really useful. So um, in terms of just kind of keeping our skills up to date, um, so often, particularly when sometimes the hospital might be a little bit more pressured, um, you know, there is a role for us to kind of um, support the wards yeah. clinically. Yeah, um, which benefits you in the long run as well. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's so interesting. So the students could see you just in passing on placement. They could see you actually teaching something when they're out on placement. Um, and they could see you if, if, if they need a bit of, support like an input and you know i guess you're helping the practice assessors and supervisors as well as helping the students sometimes yeah yeah absolutely um so another sort of branch of the role is um absolutely is trying to um develop the workforce uh, to support yeah. students and support support um pre-registered student learning um so you know we'll, we'll deliver sort of a supervisor prepare prep sessions yeah. and assessor prep sessions um as well as sort of supporting them in doing their initial assessments just until they get on their feet and they're confident to, yeah. to conduct those assessments um so we are there of course for the students but also there for, for the staff yeah okay and then doing that split role clearly like you can just see on paper it just works doesn't it it makes perfect sense that you've got foot in both camps and you can see how it works from both sides yeah but what do you like about the the university side of it what 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 bit of why why do you still do that and not just do one or the other um i i think it's 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 a lovely place to work i mean i so i joined here in the midst of the pandemic where it was a very odd place to work um but since the last sort of couple of years and we're slowly kind of getting back to sort of a normal way of working um it it it's becoming that that nice sort of place to work um, that that I remember it was when I was a student. Um, I think there's always been this sort of that passion for education, um, and I appreciate sort of in my clinical educator role, I'm I'm seeing sort of part of the picture mm. um, because it's obviously a fifty percent course practice and theory. Um, so I think it was just a way of kind of getting a bit more immersed in in education um, and just seeing what it's like um, on the the sort of other side. Yeah. Um, in terms of like the the theory block that students receive, um, and I've, I I I I like to think that it kind of does offer something for the the school and for the learners as well. That there is somebody who you know is has a foot in both camps. Yeah. As well. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. we work so closely with the hospital, it's quite a good sure. to have that 
that um, link, yeah. Yeah, just kind of sort of bridge the, the gap a little bit um, and supports partnership working and those kind of things. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then, so the final kind of question really is a lot of students will be watching these when they're fairly new into, um, into their course. They might be a bit nervous, might be thinking about the three years that are coming up. If you had to give them a bit of advice as to how to make the most of the next three years, and that could be in practice, it could be skills, could be whatever, what would you what would you say to them? Um, obviously to look after yourself. Yeah. Um, and that goes. That's lifelong. Um, I think um, certainly in the caring profession. Um, I think just just really really apply yourself. Um, and be prepared to to work hard. Um. There's a rhyme and a reason, I think, why these qualifications aren't just sort of handed out. Um, yep. And it's because you do have to work for them. Um, and there will be really, really challenging days where that will really test your resolve to, to mm -hmm. be this this professional. Um, but, you know, if you are prepared to, to keep an eye on that goal and, and keep working hard, you, I'm very sure you'll, you'll come out the other end. Um, and it is one of the most, you know, rewarding careers. So it yeah. is worth it at the end. Yeah. So that hard work, this three years is always hard. Sure. But worth worth doing. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, it's good to find out a bit more about you and your kind of history and how you get to where, where we are today. Um, hopefully you've found this um, episode interesting, learned a bit about Mark, um, given you a bit of confidence just to knock on the manager's door if you want to go and get a job. <laughs> Um, so if you have liked it, click like, um, subscribe, um, so that way you'll get alerts if there's new videos, um, add any comments or questions for me or Mark underneath, um, and explore the other videos because there's a whole range of videos, more meet the lecturer sessions, um, but also some, some general videos which students might find useful. Thanks very much. Thank you. Cool. For me.